Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox, and I'm excited to be here with you tonight. We are doing Step 3, Connection, which is super exciting. This is our first week of Connection, and I'm excited to get going. Tonight is Introduction Night, and you know that means anything goes. So uh, let's get going. Our guest coach tonight, um, we will introduce shortly. But first, let me introduce my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am doing well, too. I was going to say as well, but then that would be too many well. So, (laughs) um, excited to get going on this topic of connection and with everything with us and fearless living it all starts with our we're going to be talking about connecting with ourselves um and that as we do that how that allows us to connect with everything else so let's bring on our guest coach she is new to the show and i'm excited for all of you to be able to hear from her please welcome dina tibbs hi thank you i'm honored to be here Thank you. So please tell us, what is it that you get to do and who is it that you get to serve? <laughs> well, I get to connect with people. I mean, it's it's literally my job. And part of that as a spiritual mentor and a soul companion is really sharing wisdom with primarily women, um, middle-aged mostly, uh, that really want to learn to connect to themselves at the deepest level and not only connecting but remembering who they are at a soul level and listening to their own inner wisdom, trusting their inner wisdom, and then acting upon that wisdom. That is true connection. And then from there, we also work very deeply with connecting to whatever they perceive as their divine, uh, which includes the earth and nature, and then others and in the systems i've studied over the years which is almost all traditional or almost all spiritual traditions is that you know one is in the whole and the whole is in the one we are all Mm -hmm. and and to me the faster we kind of learn that and embrace that for me and my work the, the bigger why is that this this planet stays sustained and that people live in joy and happiness uh, and connection and willingness to help each other, even when we don't agree with each other. And so some of the connections, the most difficult ones, are the ones that give us the biggest lessons in life. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm excited that you um, shared with us what you do in that way because that directly, uh, that's you talking directly to the topic tonight and the staff of the month. Um, so, Let's get more into it. What does connection mean to you? And well, we'll start there. What does connection mean to you? 
I think whether we're talking about self or others or nature or divine, it, it, it doesn't matter. What it means is to slow down and listen. Listen mm-hmm. deeply with all of our hearts and souls. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Jerry? Yes. What is your meaning of connection? Well, I think I talked about it last uh, last week quite a bit. Um, if we're talking about connecting, I, I agree with uh, with our guest that um, we are all connected. We are all one. Uh, so connection is is really the foundation of our our journey, and it's how we um, it's how we you know, it's how we live, it's how we learn, it's how we grow is through connection, whether that connection is with nature, whether it's with um, our souls, whether it's with another another person at whatever level. Uh, it's just everything is connected. Everything is energy and everything is connected. And we were created to be connected and we are connected. So it's. Uh, I think once we understand that, then we have the opportunity to uh, practice, if we're willing, uh, practice then connecting to one another in a way that's uh, much deeper than um, traditionally we might think of a connection. You know that we have a common interest, that we have you know a a familiar relationship. Um, it's just that we we are connected in our hearts and our souls and our our beings are connected, and when we can accept that, then we can learn to love, and we can learn to accept others and be tolerant and and uh, inclusive, and really within our own sphere of influence, we can connect with uh, with everything uh, in our sphere of influence, and and if each of us could do that, then we could bring peace to our planet. So I think connection is, um, you know, the way to peace, the way to um, just be, be, you know, what kind of, what is your state of being? You know, it's being connected. So, and then that involves multiple levels of connection. Uh, And if we talk a bit in a more traditional way, you know, connected to ourselves, connected to others, connected to our, our spiritual source, um, you know, connecting connection. That's that's where it's at. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I love how um, Dina talked about um, it being a slow down and listen. Because uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I have really um, heard it said that way. Uh, I was thinking more of um, an openness. Um, you know, a willingness to give and receive. Um, and I, I love the, the idea of slowing down and listening. I think also trusting um, yourself to speak because uh, that can be the place that I get hung up on is I can, I feel totally comfortable having someone share with me what's going on with them and having that kind of a connection. But 
I don't always feel as comfortable sharing with someone else what I've got going on and letting them support me. So it's mm-hmm. it's that reciprocal um, type of connection that uh, I don't always find easy to do with people outside my of my close knit circle of um, family and friends. So, but I love I love what you said about slowing down and listening. So, I'd like to kind of continue with that thought and ask you, how do you share that with your clients and what is maybe a tool that you use to help them to practice that so that they can slow down and listen and they know when they need to slow down and listen and and that, that sort of um, process. Well, thanks. first of all, thank you for bringing up the, the giving and receiving because I'm going to be on for that week too. So I'll save a yeah. lot of the goodness around mm-hmm. that for that week around the reciprocity. But being listened to, and that is an opening for you to receive. So mm-hmm. when I work with clients particularly, I am there to hold sacred space and listen. So for one thing, I'm slowing down. I'm connecting with self and them. I actually take them through a process, uh, an energetic process, so that we connect. Um, and they see me model active listening. So they're watching me model it in the session, for one thing. Um, one of my biggest teachings is probably the the book, ironically, I'm on a call tonight. Normally this is my wind-down time to connect in with myself, but morning <laughs> and evening, like before we, before we get even get out of bed, I mean, we're conditioned right now to go checking devices immediately. And mm-hmm. that is not the best way to start our day in connection. That usually throws us out of connection right at the start of the day. So connect in with, and just say like, you know, soul or whatever name you knew, use for your your inner inner wise inner wise one. You know what what do you want me to know today? You know how would you like me to walk forth in this day? I use the term, you know, show me how to walk with grace today. Um, and I just wait to receive the information, and it comes because we're usually in a really liminal state between sleeping and wakefulness. So we, get a, we can get a lot of information from ourselves and what we need. Another question I often have them ask is, you know, what do I need to receive today? And sometimes we'll, you know, remember it on a conscious level, and sometimes we won't. And so for, for those clients who I know are very, very busy and active in the mind and have a very hard time slowing down and quieting, I'll have them actually set an alarm throughout the day to stop breathe deeply three times and just check in and and witness not a judgment uh for me meditation isn't often about trying to clear all thoughts out of my mind it's 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 a time to stop and witness the thoughts that are going through my mind and seeing what's happening in the circus and then saying you know Mm -hmm. what's really real where do my energy you know and where is my energy right now so those are i i really work 
a lot through self-inquiry. Um, I, for clients who love to read, and most of mine do, because I do give a lot of reading assignments, um, one of the morning practices is choosing a sacred text, whatever that means, or a transformational book or poetry, um, and, and just be with some, some words, some language, and then contemplate on that or journal on it. So I'm a big person to slow down, journal out the thoughts. Um, I also bring in artistic practices to the degree that people like to create or however they like to create. We use those as techniques to slow down as well. But sometimes it's just as simple as setting an alarm a few times a day. Or for me, I I consider every bit of life sacred, every every bit, every waking moment and sleeping moment for that matter. Um, and so I'll slow down when it, I, I can multitask and still listen. So dishes, doing the dishes for me is a huge transitional time in my day. And I look out mm-hmm. my window and I, I, I pray and I sit in gratitude while I'm washing those dishes. And I look out because I have a mountain view and that is often a time where I get quiet and I just listen to the water And I just ask myself, you know, reflect on my day and say, you know, how could I transition gracefully from my work day to to my evening rest time and my time with my family and release those things Mm -hmm. from the day and say, my day's complete. I've done enough today. Yeah, that's powerful. I know I know a lot of people that I talk with, clients friends, family members, it can be a challenge to get at the get to the end of the day and, and feel like you did enough. So I, I love that that's part of your practice. Mm-hmm. I'll say to my, even if I, even if it's a day where I am, what I'll joke and say a complete slug or, you know, whatever, if I didn't feel like I accomplished what I set out to do in the morning, I will still do practice even if I did absolutely not say Sweetheart, I love you. You did enough today. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And it's important for us to talk kindly with ourselves, I mm-hmm. think, because as a parent, I try to be mindful or practice being mindful of how I speak to myself because I know that my daughters are going to pick up on that and they're going to model that, right? And if I'm kind to myself and take time for myself and take care of myself, then I'm modeling that. And so I definitely want to show them to be kind to themselves and to speak to themselves um, lovingly. And I, I definitely want to model that for them. Oh, I think it's crucial as parents, boys and girls both. But, yeah, that self-care, you know, the deeper levels of it, the the love. You know, there's times when we have to prepare our kids that the world isn't always going to be kind. I mean, that's just reality. Mm -hmm. But it does have to start with self. Be kind to yourself. And, yeah, my, my child, he's almost 18 now. I don't know that he's ever heard either one of us, my husband or I, talk badly about ourselves ever. And then we've always, of course, lifted him up. So um, I, I'd like to believe we've been pretty good models for that too. And he's 
quite confident mm-hmm. young man. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, I would not say that I have been as successful, though I do think that in some ways, my girls are very confident, and that's in uh, what they think. Uh, they're very confident about what they think and their opinions of the world. Um, but I do want them to also be more confident in who they are. But yeah, I love um, I love that you have modeled that child, and that it has it, you can see the effects of it. Um, in in the way that he um, thinks of himself, so that that's really cool. Yeah, and I think you know I could take all the credit, but I also think you know when we talk about any human on the planet, but our kids especially, is you know they were they were born with their own soul soul journey as well, um, mm-hmm. and and they're 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 strong archetypes, if you will, and. So I think, you know, in many ways he dropped on the planet and has probably taught me. In fact, he used to tell me when he was a little baby, he first started learning to talk, he would tell me that, Mom, I actually, I come from Jupiter and I'm four million years old and I'm here to teach you. (laughs) (laughs) And I... As he got older, of course, I have some beliefs that that might be true. And he's like, no, Mom, I was just making that stuff up. I said, well... I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but okay, you definitely came to teach me. The rest of it, I, I don't know about, but um, yeah. So I, it's 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 funny. It was hilarious, but um, and that's the other thing is is that um, that self connection, especially you know, we had we could take a lot of of wisdom from the kids and from the elders both because I feel like both have a, a lot in common and and I feel like we're the those of us in middle age are kind of the bridges in between but um that imaginal space of the, him saying mm-hmm. that or what have you I mean just that connection to what's happening in our imaginal realms or you know uh, you said about your girls knowing who they are um that's another one of the inquiries and it came from one of my teachers mothers an elder that is to stop and ask the question every once in a while of who lives in here? Like who lives in Mm -hmm. here? And I think sometimes, Mm -hmm. at least in my experience, and I've worked with people, you know, with, with certainly traumatic backgrounds and, you know, or, or shadow sides that, that they don't want to embrace and love. And a lot of people don't slow down to listen to themselves and connect with themselves because, they're afraid of what might come up. And and so yeah. we'll just keep going through life, you know, robotically and not do that because then that means we might have to deal with some of our shadows. Um, but that's transformational as long as, you know, and depending on how deep it is, of course, you might need uh, a therapist or someone at a professional level to hold that space for you. But, um I think, you know, people, you know, they're afraid, oh, you know, because some of the spiritual traditions have started to kind of teach us to spiritually bypass stuff. And it's like, oh, well, it's it's terrible to be judgmental. Well, when we're, we all, I mean, I think we all go through those moments where where we judge self and others and, mm-hmm. and we don't want to see that as our shadow self. 
but the truth is whether we're judging or actually, you know, being the comparison queen, which I'm sure no one knows what I'm talking about there. No, you know, no. It's, a, it, <laughs> it's, it's a mirror teaching. We're mirrors for each other. So if I'm judging someone rather than, say, you know, try to um, not acknowledge the part of myself that judges, I sit with it and I say, what is it? What is it within me? Because we cannot recognize something in someone else, whether we consider that a positive or negative thing, unless it exists somewhere within ourselves, no matter how deeply it exists. We wouldn't even see it or notice it. If it, so, you know, even when we're, like I said, when we're being a comparison queen, to transform that into, oh, that person inspires me, and I know I have that within me, too. Mm-hmm. And, and these are the things we come to realize about ourselves when we slow down and connect to ourselves, and that's how we really connect to others. In in many, I'll take, you know, Buddhist tradition, it's, it's just this... Um, when we can sit and be with all of our shadowy bits and pieces, that is how we actually move into compassion for others. And I think yeah. it was a dark, you know, so it's, it's, there are some deep, deep, deep practices um, in some of the traditions where you do really sit in a, kind of a visualization or a meditation and, Imagine yourself committing some of the worst possible acts so that you can feel like you're, you, you can move through that and, and share compassion with, with everyone. You know, our sages, Jesus, who, whomever, you know, they showed compassion for every aspect of humanity. And you can only mm-hmm. do that through connection. Yeah. Yeah. Terry, what are you thinking? Oh, I'm just really enjoying the conversation. It's uh I I um I have my practices that I do at the end of every day and, and I like the uh I like saying my day is complete. I really like that. I'm going to take I'm gonna borrow that um and uh use that because when I when I do my accounting at the end of the day, um I think I'll, I think that will be very supportive to say my day is complete mm-hmm. and then uh, go into my, you know, into my next day. So I like that a lot. Yeah. Very interesting, uh, some ideas that, uh, that I'm, I'm kind of letting percolate in my mind and uh, ways of connecting to, because uh, I, I, I practice several things that are similar and, uh, just being able to every day, I you know I do. I don't know if you're familiar with Mel Robbins, but I I've kind of taken her high five habit and and utilized that in my in my space where I have several um, mirrors when I'm in different places and I just look at myself and tell myself how great I am and that I love me yeah. and I'm gonna I've got this and my day and I'm going to just say and my day is complete when I give myself a high five before I go to bed (laughs) Mm -hmm. there you go I mean I was in conversation recently with and this has been true I you know I've been working in the healing body mind and spirit healing world for 20 plus years 
and I have to say, maybe 80%, if not more, of women, that, and it doesn't matter the age or what's going on with hormones, although that impacts it, but so many don't sleep. And I think that practice of saying my day is complete, I have done enough, is why I sleep like a baby, except for an yeah. occasional hot flash here and there. But part of it yeah. is, is <laughs> like... <laughs> but, <laughs> It's it's an acknowledgement, and it really is stating that out loud to say, you know, today is today, yesterday was yesterday, and tomorrow is tomorrow. Yeah. I am present in today, I'm connected to today, and now I'm complete with today. Oh, and, you know, in my divine, you know, I do ask the divine to bring me wisdom in my dreams and help me remember them, <laughs> help me remember it, yeah. but... But other than that, I, it is a huge, I do a reflection process also, you know, in, in my journal each night and, and just reflect on my day and what brought me joy and, you know, what made me laugh and so on. And then the gratitude and, it's, and then it's like, yeah, it's complete and off I go. So I do think it helps us to sleep at night too when we can acknowledge that we completed all that we could complete for the day. Yeah. And even if we didn't finish our to-do list, the sun will still rise tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to add yeah. that little phrase to my uh, gratitudes and acknowledgments at the end of the day and and just say, and today is complete. I have been present and it is complete. <laughs> I like that. I really like that. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We are almost out of time. I know it goes by so quickly, but we want to give you uh, Dina, we want to give you time to share with our audience um, how they can get a hold of you and if you have anything going on or an offer to offer them, um, this would be a great time to share that as well. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, going on, I'm actually moving into, I do take a deep, long slowdown at this time of the year and acknowledge uh, acknowledge the winter, but um, the easiest way to reach me is through my website, and that's um, at Dina, D-I-N-A, Tibbs, T-I-B-B-S dot com. Uh, and basically, the I work at a pretty deep soul level, so I always offer a, a consultation, and it's not just a 15-minute one. It's it's usually a, or pretty much a full session uh, before I, I move any further further with anyone. So those are always complimentary. I really do love to connect. I love to be of service. I am grateful and blessed enough to be in a place in my life, and I've had some shifts recently in the business to where I shut down my external location and, and back to working remotely from home. So that frees me up uh, both time and financially to be able to do this uh, at least a se- one session with some. Oh, I lost both of you. Mm-mm. Well, hopefully they will come back on soon. Um, but we are very grateful for Dina coming on with us tonight. Please go check her out. Uh, dinatibbs.com and uh, see all that she has to offer. And we also want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about Fearless Living, go check it out at fearlessliving.org. You can also find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org. 
And there's all kinds of stuff there for you to go and to read and to see. And we would love to invite you to go check that out. You can see all of the past episodes um, from the podcast here, there, as well as the um, virtual events that we have going on. Please go join our Facebook community so that you can get daily bits of wisdom from us, um, as well as maybe a laugh. And uh, definitely check out the fundraiser we have going on right now and Break the Silence. That is a fundraiser that we hold every year um, in December where we uh, raise money for the Tulare County Suicide Prevention Task Force. Please go check that out. It's on the website as well. And that will link you to our speaker event as well as our Facebook group where you can bid on our silent option items and also get a ticket for our speakers event. So definitely go check that out. It's a great cause. Um, we are very passionate about it. Um, if you would like to connect with us, you can go there and get a connection as well. Uh, I mean, set up a, a time to connect as well. And if you go there, you can also uh, register to get Terry Talk in your inbox every weekday morning. So you get a little bit of wisdom from Terry every weekday. Uh, there's a minute video. Uh, where she shares information, and all of the of the Terry Talks correlates with our step of the month. So this month, they will all be about connections. So please go register for that and get on the email list so that you can get all of those wonderful Terry Talk videos, one minute of wisdom that can, will change your life. So until next week, everybody, be fearless. Good night. Be fearless. Thank you, Dina.